host Omar. And it's your host Umar. And welcome to the Curiosity Project. Yes, welcome to another project. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Have you been reading, I've been reading this story lately in the paper about the um, Alexei... Uh, Alexei Navalny. Ale- Alexei Navalny, who's an opposition leader to Putin. Yep. And how he uh, basically exposed Putin having this uh, almost a palace on... on well, it's, their, yeah, it's a palace. Yeah. yeah, and it's got its own ice, ice ring, a casino... Um, I think it's also got a church as well. Exactly. It's and madness. He, and he's exposed Putin and now he's he's basically possibly at the risk of being... Uh, well, he's arrested. He's arrested, but... Uh, yeah, we don't really know where that's going to lead. Exactly. He's been arrested, but it could end up quite bad. Yeah, his, <laughs> his, his life is at risk. Exactly. But yeah. I definitely find it quite interesting, though, that it's like... that. This is... I think this is one of the first, like, genuine... Um, a tangible piece of evidence that's been produced mm-hmm. to show that Putin is involved in in fraud, yeah. and he does uh, purposefully put ha- uh, um, uh, wealth into the hands of the few mm-hmm. at the um, uh, at the um, uh, disadvantage of the majority. Yeah, yeah, because I think the biggest problem was that that house. Not only did he have that house, mm-hmm. but that house was bought for him by the oligarchs yeah. of Russia, yeah. uh, which is shocking. There was, there was a, a while ago, there was a documentary that exposed some of the uh, character traits that Putin has. And a lot of the people that he, who are very high up in the party, like the head of, uh, I think it's the head of the Russian gas uh, organization, uh, sure. gas and oil and gas, was one of his close friends. They, they used to work together in a corporation Unbelievable. Be, before he came uh, uh, um, basically the mayor of Moscow or minister of Moscow. So going back quite quite far back in, in late 80s or 90s, they used to work together. And a lot of his uh, people who are high up within the party or have uh, prominent positions of power uh, they're ex- old friends of they're his. They're old friends of his. Yeah. That uh, been... in, in, in fact, another recent uh, example of his fraud and um, yeah. uh, and um, uh, his his uh, misuse of power uh, was, I, again, this is not confirmed, yeah. but I, this was on the news. Uh, his daughter's husband, so his son-in-law, his son-in-law yeah. uh, as a wedding gift, Putin said, give me $300 mm-hmm. uh, the, or whatever the equivalent is in Russia. Yeah. Uh, and I will give you three hundred million dollars worth of stock in a state company. Wow! Uh, and that was his wedding gift. That's a serious gift. That's a serious wedding gift. Yeah. I mean, has he got any more daughters? <laughs> yeah. You know? has, he got, has he got any more daughters? Omar's <laughs> <laughs> available. Yeah. Uh, um. Mm. Uh, no, I'm taken. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> even for three hundred million, I'm. I'll, I'll, I'm. Yeah. It's. It's. You can't put a price on on yeah. love, can you? No, you, you can't. Know, so. <laughs> Um, okay. I saved myself there. Yeah, you got um, I, I, I also uh, have been reading something more mm-hmm. m- closer to home. Yeah. Uh, with regards to the whole vaccine situation. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the because there's varying... a, there's another one now, fourth one I think that got um, approved. Yes, I mean we've got Moderna, yeah. which I think is primarily in the US. Yeah. Uh, we've got Pfizer, which yeah. you know about. Yeah. Um, uh, congratulations with your father getting that. By the way, that's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got AstraZeneca, yeah. okay, which is uh, causing issues, I believe, in Germany right now. Yeah. Um, and we've got uh, Novavax, uh, which is which is a new one. The new one, yeah. Uh, now here's here's the situation, and one thing that's really concerning me uh, is, oh, and Johnson Johnson, of course. Yes. Um, is the varying in prices? Okay. Moderna is about thirty dollars. Okay. Uh, Pfizer is about nineteen pounds fifty, nineteen dollars fifty per dose, yeah. and it's a two dose. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, uh, so is Moderna, two dose vaccine. Uh, Johnson and Johnson is ten dollars, mm-hmm. but is one dose. That's the first one I've heard that is a one dose vaccine. Yeah. So obviously, like I'm not a clinician or a yeah, doctor or anything like yeah. that. But from what I understand, Pfizer and AstraZeneca and uh, Moderna all operate on the same thing, just like a flu jab. Yeah. Which is a um, a weaker version of the virus mm-hmm. uh, that allows your antibodies to fight to, it. To right? fight it. Yeah. Um, Johnson and Johnson, I believe, works in a different way. Okay. Uh, I I read about it briefly, but it's 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 a different type of vaccine. Okay. Um, it doesn't actually have a a weakened version of the virus inside. It works in a completely different way. Okay. Which apparently is meant to be more effective, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Yeah. Um, but Johnson Johnson is ten dollars, and AstraZeneca is three dollars and fifty cents. So three dollars fifty. Three dollars and fifty. So effectively, you've got a range wow, of vaccines between three dollars and fifty and thirty dollars. No, no, but AstraZeneca are quite a big company, so they've got the um, uh, what I was gonna say, they've got a lot a big portfolio. I think. Of, what? But wait, uh, wait. So, so do Pfizer. Pfizer is no, the Pfizer, biggest pharmaceutical in the world. Yeah, Pfizer. No. Uh, Okay, yeah, Pfizer's got... No, I thought AstraZeneca was much bigger multinationally. No, no, no. Pfizer's probably one of the biggest pharmaceuticals in the world. Okay, okay. Moderna is huge as well. Johnson yeah. & Johnson is probably the yeah. biggest uh, competitor to Procter & Gamble. Okay. You know, and Procter mm-hmm. & Gamble is arguably one of the biggest companies in the world. But then those costs are, are surely maybe based on production costs. Absolutely not. No? Um, uh, okay. All you have to do is look into Pfizer and the Solaris situation. Yeah. Pfizer created a... a, um, uh, a a vaccine, sorry, a, a treatment for a blood disease. It cost them about a dollar to make yeah. and they charged governments $30,000. Okay. So it's not to do with that. What it is to do with is it's to do with price gouging and supply and demand. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, a lot of these more expensive vaccines are being touted to the uh, places where there's um, extreme demand, which just so happens to be the, the poorest countries okay, the in the world. Okay, the poorest countries. Mm-hmm. So they're charging them top, top dollar. Yeah. For vaccines, because that's just how the world works. But then the ones that, like, the Western countries have ordered, like, uh, America, and so they've ordered the the cheaper well, ones. Well, no, but Moderna is primarily being, uh, which is the most expensive, is primarily in the US, I think. Okay. Uh, but some of these newer ones from Novavax and stuff yeah. like that, these are being pushed pretty hard. Okay. Um, In these in these poorer countries, which mm-hmm. is quite sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more about this in the coming, uh, in the coming weeks. As more information uh, surfaces, yeah, because that is quite it's quite shocking the way the pharmaceutical companies are operating, um, and controlling the markets in terms. Agreed. Of, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, but uh, surprisingly, that has absolutely nothing <laughs> it's to- in common it's with what we're actually going to be talking it's about. Totally different from today's episode. <laughs> so we're not talking about um, medic- medicine. We're not talking or about medicine or Putin. Thank God, Putin, yeah. don't come after us, please. Or oil and gas business. Yep, yeah, you're okay. Yeah. You know, keep your daughters. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so uh, interesting, uh, some, something something interesting uh, we're going to be talking about is uh, sneakers. Sneakers. Footwear. Very lighthearted. Well, no, no, something we, we know quite a bit about yeah. now. Uh, we have uh, done an episode previously. We, we love mm-hmm. sneakers. Yeah. Uh, I love sneakers. You love them. 
Um, I'm not really so much in the whole Nike Adidas kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, not not those type of sneakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm 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 not like a sneakerhead. I'm not going to yeah. go out and queue up for a pair of Yeezys or anything like no, that. No. no, but those sneakers I I I normally wear if I'm actually doing a sport. You're yeah. talking about ones. Ri- so if I'm well, carrying... these one, these are fashion ones. Yeah, that I'm the, primarily the, yeah, talking, you're about. talking not, about not fashion, sport ones. not sports sneakers. No. Yeah, uh, I mean training sneakers. Obviously, you've got your Asics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I I wear the Nike Free Runs. Yeah. Um, uh, Nike, apply to my emails, please. <laughs> Nike Free Runs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I use those, but yeah. I'm talking about fashion sneakers, right? Yeah, fashion ones. Um, I I like I said, I'm not really a sneakerhead. I don't think you are either. No. Um, however, I do love minimalist sneakers. Yeah, I I would agree with you. I like I'm a fan of like minimalist tailoring. And minimus, uh, sleek lines in, in clothes or shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, you know, one thing that I've realized recently is like that uh, if, if anyone's um, uh, familiar with uh, Artisan Lab, uh, which is the episode that we did previous to A this. A while ago, yeah. Uh, or Common Projects or anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That style, that kind of tennis shoe kind of style yeah. is actually called a minimalist sneaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole, that's the whole uh, definition of it. Yeah. Now, uh, we did that episode. Look, you've been wearing the Artisan Lab sneakers uh, every day, I think. <laughs> I mean, you've been wearing Not them very day. often. No, but I wear them when I come to the studio. Oh, come on. You wear them more often no, than no, that. No, no, no. But they, they're very good for driving. And also, they're, they're yeah. very, they go, they complement most things. And they're very easy to wear. They are very yeah. easy to wear, you know, yeah. stylistically. And, yeah, stylistically. Um, uh, they, they they do get very comfortable over time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you've got a lot of you've got a lot of wear out of them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. but these sneakers that we're talking about are, are genuinely fantastic, and mm-hmm. I believe uh, that they are the best you can possibly buy, uh, for under two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. Um. However, we we are not about doing things in half measures. No. We are about you know, uh, you know, living the absolute best you can within your budget. Yeah. Um, and understanding the best that you can buy. Yeah. That's what we're really about. That's the mm. lifestyle that we're about. We're about having less, but having the best. The best value for money that you can get. Absolutely. For that. Yeah. Now, I want to start with this precedent. Okay. okay. Common projects. Yeah. Are three to four hundred pounds. Yeah. Just put that as a benchmark. Yeah. Yeah. Common projects are three to four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I believe that Artisan Lab is on the same level um, uh, as Common Projects for half the price. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say because of the price difference, Artisan Lab is better because it's better value for money. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to quality, I'd say they're about on that level. Same. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is extraordinary. Yeah. Amazing. <clears throat> So uh, I started doing some research and I thought, what is better? What is better yeah. within a reasonable price? What's the next level up? What's the next level up? Yeah. So, of course, I stopped looking in Italy mm-hmm. and I came c- closer to home. Yeah. We had to go to the home of shoemaking, Northampton. Northampton, the heart of shoemaking. The heart of shoemaking. Yeah. Arguably the home of shoemaking. Yeah. Um, you know, home to some companies like uh, Trickers. 
mm-hmm. uh, which are the oldest bootmakers in the world, I believe. And, and Crockett and Jones. And Crockett and Jones, you know, some of the most well-known names uh, in shoemaking. I think they're one of the only original family-owned shoemakers left. Maybe. Yeah, I think they're the. I think they're the only. Old, the only one, one. in Northampton yeah, that heard. is still family-owned. Yeah, family-owned. And I've also heard as well. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I uh-huh. don't care. Okay. Uh, I think they're also the most cash-rich shoemaker okay, in been, Northampton. You've had access to their to their bank accounts. Um, no, but I've heard. You've heard um, that yeah. uh, they have been able to maintain extraordinary cash uh, cash flows mm-hmm. in that company. Okay. Um, with very minimal marketing. Uh, in in fact, when when uh, yeah. James Bond, when when the production company for okay. James Bond approached them mm-hmm. and said, "Hey guys, would you like to feature your products in the James yeah. Bond season, series?" Mm-hmm. They said, "Sure, uh, but you're going to have to pay for the shoes like everyone else." Okay, so they charged him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for for such a big marketing opportunity, and this is kind of the Crockett Jones uh, um, uh, kind of ethos, right? Yeah. Um, but there's another company, which. I believe is the only company in Northampton mm-hmm. which specializes in the making of sneakers. Okay. Um, and they're called Crown Northampton. Mm-hmm. These guys are, are absolutely fabulous. Uh, they are truly, you know, when it says made in England. Yeah. What does that even mean anymore? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, most products aren't made in England. And the thing is, is that. The, the, the Made in Northampton mm-hmm. has a huge piece of gravitas to products. So you, you have companies out yeah. there like, uh, do you know Loke? Yeah, Loke. Um, have you heard of another one called, uh, I think it's called Barker? Yes, Barker. Yep. Uh, the, these are companies that aren't really making their shoes in Northampton anymore. Mm-hmm. They make a very small part of their collection in Northampton. Okay. But... Part of their branding is made in Northampton and they're able to charge a premium for that. Okay, so they add that on. Yeah. Yep. So mm. it's not very honest, not very transparent. Yeah. You know, listen, companies do what they want to do, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's important that the consumer understands what they're paying for. Yeah. But Crown Northampton make all their sneakers in Northampton. Yeah. And they oblige and practice and keep alive all the heritage shoemaking techniques mm-hmm. um, that are known for English shoemaking. Yeah. Which is amazing because mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone else in the country doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really, really, I really like it, actually. Yeah. So when I started checking them out, I started doing research. I thought, you know what? We need to do something with them. Mm-hmm. I think these guys are really going to have a, a, a very competitive product. Now, these guys are between, uh, are, are around the £300 mark. Yeah, just shy. I think they're a bit lower than that. Two, yeah. Some are well, it de- well, it depends what yeah, you go for. Yeah. If you yeah. go for their entry level, it's yeah. about 260 260 yeah. I think if you go for their Horween ranges, uh, I think uh, they might even come out with a Shell Cordovan. You know, it's, it's going to range between... 260 and about 600 i think uh depending on what materials you go for okay so they're not cheap Mm -hmm. but we're not about cheap products we're about value for money uh and we've already explained kind of our um uh, the equation that we use for value for money Mm -hmm. um and i'm going to explain it yeah 
so if you buy uh, the the way to calculate uh, value for money is by uh, cost per wear. Yeah. So for example, if you buy a jumper mm-hmm. uh, for a thousand pounds, yeah, and you wear it a hundred times, okay, uh, your cost per wear is ten pounds. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you buy a jumper for a hundred pounds and you wear it twice, your cost per wear is fifty pounds. Fifty pounds. Yeah. That's Which fine. means that the even though the the jumper is significantly more expensive, mm-hmm. it's much better value for money because you're getting more use out of it. Yeah, over time you're going to get your 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 money's going to be paid back. Exactly. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has innumerable more benefits because it's more sustainable because mm-hmm. you're wasting less. Yeah. Uh, it lasts a lot longer, which means less goes to landfill and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's how we work out value for money. Yeah. Um. So I was very interested. Mm-hmm. I then had a little conversation with you and uh, I, I think you did a little bit of research as well yeah. um, on them and you were quite intrigued. Um, yeah, I looked into the company as well. The fact that you're using traditional shoemaking methods and the fact they're making the entire shoe from beginning to end within the same location and they're not sourcing yes. any parts from other external companies. Which is which is a good thing environmentally as well. So they're focused in one location. Yeah, totally. And also like just keeping a a um uh, um a manufacturing technique alive. That yeah. unfortunately just just with the advancements of technologies and stuff like that, it's it's kind of it's it's killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about holding a truly handmade product, which is extraordinary, and a handmade product that yeah. is meticulously um put together and the materials are truly truly top notch yeah um now i spoke to the owner Mm -hmm. chris yeah um and uh, the the guy is he's 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 he truly is an expert Mm -hmm. okay he's he is an expert um he knows things that very few people in the industry know okay uh, he knows the techniques very, very well, and he's extraordinarily creative. Okay. You know, he's always trying different things. He's mm-hmm. trying new materials from different yeah. tanneries, whether it's yeah. Horween Chrome XL, okay. whether it's Kudu Leather. Yeah. Kudu Leather. This mm-hmm. is madness. Have yeah, you heard yeah. of Kudu Leather? No, no. I'll tell Where you about that? it in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, Kudu yeah. Leather. He's looking into different types of uh, leather to make sure that the calf leather that they use is the best leather mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Um. I think he was displeased with the um, Italian margam sole. Okay. Um, it wasn't offering uh, levels of comfort uh, that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so he decided to create his own cup sole. Yeah. Um, so if you, when you buy a pair of Crown Northampton, you'll notice that the, uh, the, the, the sole design is proprietary. It's their own design. Okay, so it's his own. He's got the trademark for that. Yeah. Okay. So it's their own cup sole as mm-hmm. opposed to using Margam, which okay. is what Artisan Lab uses. Gotcha. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. an amazing, amazing sole. Mm-hmm. A very good sole. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, Chris and Crown Northampton wanted something uh, unique mm-hmm. and they made something unique and it's yeah. very fascinating. Um, they have a unique design. Mm-hmm. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh, it's it's not for everyone. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's yeah. not for everyone. Yeah. Um, the one that uh, the the one that I have, which um, one do you have? Is the uh, the 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 um uh, the Derby. Um, Derby. Uh, I'm just gonna get the name of it now. Actually, okay. Um, it is. 
the Overstone. Okay. The Overstone Derby. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, not as sleek as a Common Projects or a uh, Artisan Lab. Okay. Uh, Artisan Lab has kind of that really sleek, almost like dress shoe kind of thing mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Really, truly beautiful. Yeah. Uh, very elegant. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, Crown Northampton have kind of gone for a slightly wider toe box. Yeah. Um, some would call it um, a bit bulbous, maybe. But uh, I'm actually a big fan of it. Uh, I think I think it provides a lot of variety in mm-hmm. in your uh, in your shoe collection. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I actually believe it's quite elegant because the way that it ex- it elongates the foot, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, but that's the thing. Crown Northampton aren't interested in going along with the trends. Mm-hmm. They want to be who they are. Yeah, they're unique. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to be who they are, and that's what really got me interested with talking yeah. to them and learning about their company. Mm-hmm. Um, they're interested in creating their own style, and you either like it or lump it, as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I love people with a mission, and they're not going to allow anything to kind of distract them from that mission. Yeah. Um. When it comes to their shoemaking, I mean, they are using the most traditional shoemaking by... Um, uh, there are very few people in the country who can hand a uh, carve a last. Mm-hmm. And I believe Crown Northampton are working with some of the very few people in the world yeah. who can actually create a hand, a hand carved last to last a shoe on. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what a last is, go to our previous episode and uh, you provided we, a very good yeah, yeah. explanation of what a last is. It's just basically the template mould that you use to create the shape of the actual shoe around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. An, typically a metal or a wooden mould yeah. um, that you stretch the leather, the leather over. It's, it's basically a 3D shape of a, of, a, of, a, of a foot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and... You know they they are they are creating it from 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 the absolute um, uh, beginning till the end, mm-hmm. and again this really isn't being done anywhere else, uh, and they are really passionate about continuing to do that. Um, so I I really liked that. So look, I got I got in contact yeah. with them and I said, hey, listen, guys, mm-hmm. we love what you're you're doing. Mm-hmm. We'd love to work with you. Um. Uh, we'd love to check out what you're creating and stuff like that. And they were very kind. They sent over some bits for us. That's right. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about what you got? Oh, my one was the, it was the Upton Hole Cut all white calf, calf leather. The very, very comfortable. They, 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 at the beginning, they are, they are quite stiff compared to, art, to the Artisan Lab ones. But do you know why? Why they've, why, because they've used, is it the way they've been manufactured because no, no 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 not at all uh, so uh remember i mentioned that chris is super meticulous about yeah. his materials yeah um so traditionally speaking in 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 shoes like the artisan lab mm. and and the common projects and stuff yeah. like that uh they use a very soft very supple um uh, uh leather which is akin to something like a nappa leather okay uh, yeah. which is a baby calf i believe mm-hmm uh, leather or something along yeah. those lines. I I may be I may be wrong, but it's a it's a very very supple leather. Um, Crown Northampton have decided to use a particular leather called box calf. Okay. Uh, which is extraordinarily high quality. 
very high quality, yeah. but it's a bit tougher. Yeah, so it's a full grain calf leather. It's a full grain calf leather. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit it's it's a bit tougher mm-hmm. and it takes a bit more time to break in. Yeah. But it lasts a lot longer. Yeah. It does last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you just have to kind of withstand a little bit of oh my god, you have to grit your teeth a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, with me, I I I, I done in my foot a bit <laughs> if I'm completely honest. No, I had to grip my teeth to get yeah, through. Yeah, that. It. Yeah, the the shoes I had, they and near the beginning they were they were quite tough when when once you once you first wear them. But then after that, I like the fact that you can wear them quite easy with any when it was you can wear them with casual wear or smart wear. And I like the shape of the the, the way the the toe has been shaped at the front. Yeah, no, I, it's, I it's, quite, it's like a van. Yeah, I quite like it. It's different to the other ones. The art. The well, yeah, I mean, your your ones are like are really different. Yeah, my mine are, mine don't feel like you had that feeling of your f- foot felt elongated. But when I wear the these ones, actually, my foot feels a lot shorter. Yeah, so, I mean, just, and, just which to kind I prefer. Of, I I I actually think that's really true. I mean, just to kind of um rewind a little bit, actually, yeah, your, the ones that you got are called hold cut, right? Yeah. And they're they're. To me, they remind me of the Vans old school. Okay. Yeah. You know the black ones with the squiggle on the yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, That. It's a very yeah, similar shape. Yeah. Um, but your ones are very special. Did you know that? Why? So a hole cut mm-hmm. is traditionally a very, very difficult shoe to make. Okay. So what a hole cut is, what? is one leather... One piece of okay, leather. Okay, one piece of leather for the whole yeah. the whole shoe. Yeah. So it's not segments. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. So that. essentially, what the um uh, what the cobbler has to do, what the shoemaker has to, has to do, yeah. is get one piece of leather and conform it perfectly yeah. over the last. Yeah. This is a very that's very, very skillful job. Yeah, very difficult to do that. And that's what they did with your yeah. sneaker. Yeah. Um, and and I, then, and I prefer that 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 shape because mine. My feet are not as because mine. I'm a seven and a half. Yeah, I'm a nine and a half. So seven and a half with the the some of the other shoes, you tend to feel like your feet are very long. Yeah, and it and it's just a self conscious thing. It just feels unusual. Whereas this, it feels in proportion, um, and it feels a lot lot better. Sure. So you prefer this style, yeah, as this opposed style. to the kind of the Derby the, style. Yeah, the longer longer uh, Derby style. You, you yeah. know what? I'd I'd actually love to kind of um uh, uh, personally um have a little look at the at the um uh, hole cuts as well. I actually don't own anything like that. Okay. Uh, I have I have loads of the ones just like the Artisan Lab. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really what I have. No, but you're taller as well, so for you, I think they work because I'm. I I'm think sh- so. Yeah. I'm shorter, and it just looks. It just feels funny when you're looking down and you see the the longer shoe prof- profile. I'm with you. You yeah. prefer this kind of uh, a, bit a bit more, a bit shorter, a bit, a bit, shorter. A bit sleeker yeah, as sleeker. well. Yeah. Um, and the 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 toe box is a bit pointy as well, isn't it? Yes. Which is quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you, and. Uh, but the one thing that I have to say is that once mm. the break, uh, once uh, I broke them in, they are so comfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's it's absolutely amazing. Now, mm-hmm. I do want to actually just quickly touch upon um, uh, some more of the of the material. So yeah. uh, I've got um, uh, I, I was able to kind of experience their kudu leather as well. OK, so they, they have many different uh, materials. They've got box calf. They've got mm-hmm. suede. Yeah. And their suede. Uh, I think they only do kudu suede. Okay. Now listen to this. Mm-hmm. Kudu suede is 
essentially an exotic leather. Okay. Because kudu is an antelope. Antelope. Yeah. Oh, okay. You wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't have thought of that animal. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, but I believe it's a antelope that is native to, that is native to uh South Africa. Okay. Now the greater kudu species yeah. uh has been, uh, breeding like crazy. Okay. Uh, and they've been destroying the local ecosystem in South Africa. Okay. Uh, so the um so the government in South Africa have have basically told people to go out and kill these antelopes oh to con- to do some population okay. control. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um because these like I said these antelopes are destroying the local ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um so effectively kudu leather is yeah. potentially the only sustainable uh exotic leather you can possibly get hold of. Wow. Um which mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. But kudu leather yeah. Uh, has an extraordinary property which makes it really tough. Okay. Really tough. Uh, it's a very, very tough suede. Yeah. Uh, and suede is known for being delicate. This is not delicate. So it's not de- it says very robust, strong. Very robust, very yeah. strong, perfect for this country. Okay. Perfect for this for country. For the climate here, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they buy it from a tannery called CF Stead. Okay. Uh, now, CF Stead is known for making the original desert shoes. From Clark's. Okay, okay, the desert yeah. shoes, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they actually provided the military with the with the uh, leather back then. Okay. And they're still running, and they bought that from them. And CF Stead mm-hmm. put a uh, put a coating on the suede, which makes them weather resistant. Okay. Which is amazing. Nice. Um, those mm-hmm. are the most comfortable sneakers I've ever worn, ever. Wow. Uh, okay. They are so buttery soft. Um, yeah. It's amazing. No mm-hmm. breaking. Okay, no breaking. Yeah, they're a bit more expensive. Okay, but worth it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have something called Horween Chrome XL. Okay. I can't talk too much about that <laughs> because I haven't experienced it. Okay. Uh, but this is a special leather. It's called a pull-up leather, and it's made in Chicago, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really tough, really thick, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, I believe uh, Crown Northampton are one of the only sneaker manufacturers in the UK using uh, Horween Chrome XL. Okay. Uh, and that's the thing, you know, you're only getting the best of the yeah, best. Yeah, no, I can tell the shoe's built to last. This shoe's going to last for a long time. And you know what? It, it really is. Should I tell you why? Yeah. I think, once again, I think it's one of the only ones that offers a resoling service. Okay. So when but even, even the, soul, the current sole, do you want to mention what the sole is made of? It, uh, it looks like it's going to last a long time before it needs resoling. So like I said, you know, uh, Crown Northampton have created like this proprietary cup sole. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's I'm guessing it's similar to a margam sole, which is a really hard vulcanized rubber. OK, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, But their footbed is deeper. It's deep. Yeah. Have you noticed yeah, yeah, it's deep. like that the walls of the of their sole aren't really like sleek and minimal. That It's quite high. Yeah, it's quite high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get a lot of cushioning because of the the full leather insole, mm-hmm. uh, which is beautiful. You've got this like brown, beautiful, yeah. lovely, soft leather on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, but um, but no, it's 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 truly truly an impressive sneaker for the price because it's yeah. it's it's about the same price as common projects. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I mean, you haven't uh, I haven't tried common, common projects, projects, no. But I've owned about three pairs of common projects. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, 100%, this is the first sneaker that I've tried that is light years 
uh, beyond common projects quality. Yeah. Light years. I mean, these guys are using techniques like rolled edges, which mm. is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's got no stitching on there. All the stitching is done on the inside, mm-hmm. which creates this really sleek look. Very it's sleek. very nice. Yeah, very sleek. There's the hard. If you look at the front as well, there's hard. There's hardly any stitching at all visible yeah. to the eye. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 truly an impressive sneaker. Uh, what they've done is they've taken a very minimal idea mm-hmm. uh, and they've taken every single detail to the extreme. Yeah. That's what they've done. Um, and like I said, uh, you know, the, the guys over at Crown Northampton, um, Mark and Chris and all these guys, uh, they're all really passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, they've got this mission and they're super focused on achieving this mission. Mm-hmm. But at the heart of it is that they don't want to be distracted from who they are as a company. Yeah. They are there to make the best footwear possible, regardless of the price. Mm -hmm. And I think that's quite interesting. Um, Very, very interesting indeed. Um, And like I said, it's the first sneaker that I've found that is Common Project's kind of price, but far exceeds their quality, far exceeds it. Um, it's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think if P- if if anyone in our audience is looking for that kind of higher end sneaker to kind yep. of take it to the next level, crown all the way. Yeah, and I I have a feeling these will last a lot longer than possibly the artisan lab ones. I'm of just taking I'm just taking a punt because I've only had them a short while, but I've got a feeling these are going to far outlast those ones. Well, let's let's put it this way. Let's break that down a little bit, right? In terms of lifespan. Yeah. So let's break it down a little bit. The leather on Crown Northampton is mm. designed to be longer lasting and more durable. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So immediately the upper will last longer. The, the upper will last for years. Yeah. The the sole. This we I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. Yeah. I know Margan very well. Yeah. Because Margan is an industry standard yeah. in sole quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good the Crown Northampton sole is. Only time will tell. Yeah, yeah only time will tell. You, you understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I do know is that Crown Northampton offer a reselling service, which means regardless of how quickly their sole runs out, yeah. you send it back to them yeah. and they come back looking brand new. Exactly. Uh, so uh, look, the, these are these are lifetime sneakers. Life, yeah, lifetime. These are lifetime yeah. sneakers. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to do more content with them. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, if you guys are looking for a sneaker to take your game to the next level, mm-hmm. um, uh, made by people who are detail obsessives, mm-hmm. um, crown all the way. Yeah. Um, if anyone uh, wants us to check out any other brands... Yeah. Um, or any other suggestions or you, anything like that? Yeah, if you've heard of any other brands that are doing similar things in the market to Crown or or com- uh, or opposite things to them, let us know. You can check them out. Yeah, I mean, there is uh, the, 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 there are a few uh, that um, mm-hmm. uh, I know of, yeah. uh, which it might be interesting to kind of check them out as well. But like mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, Crown are doing amazing things. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if anyone does decide to go and get them, uh, you know, just let us know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to kind of know. Uh, I think it would be quite interesting. Yeah. 
yeah let us know if you go ahead and buy a pair of uh, crown northamptons and what what you think of them and uh, also if you've bought any other similar uh, sneaker type uh, footwear like this let us know which other ones you would recommend yeah 100 percent. i think it would be interesting uh, th- th- there's a lot out there in the market um there's a lot of stuff that 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 promises a lot but isn't really hitting the mark i've mm-hmm. seen a lot of those unfortunately yeah a lot of these minimalist brands are just kind of coming out the woodworks mm-hmm. um so it's always a joy to find people yeah. who are doing a great job producing a beautiful product mm-hmm. uh for a great price yeah um so uh, we are a peer of happy chappies <laughs> and uh yeah. i definitely believe that you will also be yeah uh, so uh yeah, this is definitely an investment to be made. Definitely, these these are built to last. They're yeah. not they're not short, not for short term. They're long term projects. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it was it was a pleasure to kind of introduce you guys to them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and uh, th- there's a lot of substance there, so it was it was super fun actually. I enjoyed this project. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to be completely honest, um, we're gonna leave you with a track today. Okay. Um. And that track is going to be, let's go with Beach at Night by Pelicano. Okay, sounds nice. I think it'll be quite good. Okay. So for anyone trapped at home in this lockdown, in this yeah. horrific lockdown, uh-huh. close your eyes during this track and, and imagine yourself on a beach at night. And I think that'll be quite nice. And just relax. Yeah. And just relax. Yeah. But yeah, it was good to talk to you. Yep. See you, see you guys on the next project. Stay curious. Sayonara for now. Thank you.